2: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Rock, rock, rock. Hey, what's happening?
3: And I say, is there a better song to wake up to? Your alarm just went off yes. and you heard Killing in the Name of.
4: I mean, I feel like it starts your day in a very um the word I'm looking for aggressive way, uh, politically minded way.
3: Oh, see, I wasn't going there. Oh, I was. I just... was
4: just fist pumping. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking of uh, rioting in my city for a political reason. Oh, but sure. Boring. Same thing. Yeah, no hit and snooze to that bad boy right there. That no. is
3: right, mugs. Thanks,
4: mugger. You are correct. You're just up. Okay. What's happening on this fryer
3: I mean, there's a lot happening, you guys. Um, a uh, baby Yoda. Oh. I mean. Come on. So good. People need Baby Yoda, you guys. Well, Hasbro is getting into the Baby Yoda business. The toy maker is joining the craze for the adorable green scene stealer from The Mandalorian, announcing their own Wave plush dolls that are available for pre-order. But just like the ones that are coming from Mattel, Star Wars fans are going to have to wait Until May to get their hands on their own baby Yoda. I
4: mean, they are really playing catch up.
3: They really are. Hasbro's uh, plush dolls include one that talks for $25, a six and a half inch figure for 20, a bounty collection that includes six different versions that cost $8 each, and one that's part of Hasbro's black series of Mandalorian toys. And then the last one comes with a little bone broth bowl. Oh, yes. Everyone can pretend yes. he's a little meme. By there the way, he is <laughs> sipping it.
4: Just so it's other, there, I think it's kind of weird they have a black series. I mean, it should just, they should just—they should make them for everyone. It's just—it's just, it's just, just a, the name
3: of the, the name of the series. It's yeah. just, yeah.
4: But I, I, I appreciate it. I think it's rude.
3: Okay, all right, guys. Uh, what do you think is the um. The perfect amount of years to live. When do you want to die? I guess is what I'm asking you.
4: Um very good question. I think about it a lot as a Jewish man. Um I would say
5: 86 sounds strong. Okay.
3: 86?
5: Any time Mm -hmm. before I start pooping in my diapers. Hmm. Okay. Well, too late,
3: I guess. <laughs> all right. But you're okay with peeing in your I diaper? I yeah. in my diaper.
5: Peeing is fine. Okay. I can live with that.
4: So
3: you just want um, all of your bodily functions, you want to be in control yes. of all of them. Yeah. Okay.
4: I pooped my pants a little. Um, that seems odd, Mugs.
3: Yeah, it's weird.
4: What if it's at 60? What if you just lose your bowels? But See you later.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Fine. Well, Australian scientists have developed a computer algorithm That they say can accurately estimate how long different vertebrates are likely to survive. Mm. When looking at humans, our natural lifespan, 38 years. We're only supposed to live 38 years. And we're just pushing it now. This is according to taking all your um, genetic activity into account, all your DNA. They determined the longest living mammal on Earth is the bowhead whale, which they say can live 268 years. I don't want to be that.
5: No. No.
3: But 38, I mean, that's a good age. Just tap out. To call it a day. Yeah, oh. why not? You're still looking good.
5: I would have already been dead. Yeah, I got two more years.
3: Oh, I, I meant 36.
4: Oh. Oh, goodbye, Bugs. <gasps> hey, I, honestly, though, what would, like, if you, I mean, I'm sure this is a question that's been asked on many a radio show, but would you want to know?
3: Yes. You would. Absolutely.
5: Um Mugs? I've struggled with that question. Uh, part of me yes, part of me no because I think the the amount of anxiety leading mm-hmm. up to like yes. oh, oh to one day here we go I, it would it you're would speaking just... my language yeah,
4: but it would, see
3: it it's it brings the, into question all the people that are like, you've got to live for the moment. Right. do everything you want to when you want to. That's the most important thing. No, I want to know so I know how much time I have to do the cool things because yeah. if I'm going in five years, you think I'm gonna wake up at three thirty in the morning to, to work? Do radio, no, yeah. I'm gonna be walking around Montu Picchu. What where's that?
4: See, I would do <laughs> Yeah, I'm not doing that. I would I'd do the saying. same exact thing. I'd be like, ah, oh, marriage stories on Netflix. Even if I had like three weeks left. I'd not really? I I don't think I'd pressure myself.
3: Come on. Well,
4: because then every day you think you're going skydiving and that's not who I am.
3: You can't live every day like it's your last.
4: Are you super Dave?
3: No, I hate I, <laughs> wish. Um, I don't I don't
4: I yeah, I don't wanna know. All right. Don't want to know. Okay. Too scary.
3: I don't think there's anything scary about it. Death is inevitable and it's coming for all of us.
4: Good morning, everyone.
3: Good morning. <laughs> Why'd I make a weird claw in a face? <laughs> well, I'm not as you sure. know, I'm going
4: to die from That's a death
3: cat. Yeah. Okay. All right, you guys. <laughs> so, the Big Bang Theory star, Johnny Galecki, is returning to National Lampoon's vacation but in a very different capacity. The actor who played young Rusty Griswold in the classic National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which anyone who's smart thinks of as the best Christmas movie. Mm. It's right here in the the copy. Yeah, it's weird. Um, You know, starring with Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo as his parents. He's in early development on a vacation TV spinoff series for the upcoming HBO Max streaming service. The single camera show is titled The Griswolds and will explore the family's daily lives in the suburbs of modern Chicago. No official order just yet. It's still in the script planning stages at this point.
4: There's no way they bring Chevy in.
3: There's no way. I feel like he has to at least be like the neighbor, like a judgy neighbor that just sees the new guy getting into all the same predicaments. I don't know.
5: No, I don't know. Or Randy Quaid, by the way.
4: Oh, yeah. You have oh, two crazy Oh,
3: dear. Right. Yeah, this, uh, quite the cast. Hmm. Again, best Christmas movie, you guys. But Christmas the best He's not the best Rusty. Who are you going to say? Uh, uh, 16 Candles yeah, guy? Yeah, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah,
5: no. I think um, uh, Supply. E- no, Ethan Embry. Embry.
3: God, yeah. yeah Ethan Embry. Supply
5: was the fat dude. Well. It seems like he lost a lot of, of weight. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> he did. Um, he did he lost like, a lot so things. he's not fat anymore. No, no. Good job, wow. yeah. Mugs. Quite the journey. He, he's the best, Rusty.
3: Quite the journey. A lot of
5: Rusties. Yeah,
3: yeah. Because mm-hmm.
5: he was Nick Papa Giorgio. Nick Papa yeah. Giorgio mm-hmm. in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's my favorite
3: Vegas vacation. Yeah. Vegas, Vegas is your favorite. Wow, that it's is one. a All decision. That really yeah. is.
5: Put a dollar in I want a car. Put a dollar in I want a car. Put a dollar in.
3: I get it, Rusty.
5: All of them are good, but that's a weird
4: number one pick.
3: But. It's mugs. He yeah. had a gambling issue. He <laughs> yeah, probably right. looked at it as research. I right. get it. All right.
4: He's like, I relate to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this, do- this documentary's good. <laughs>
3: Maybe that's why I love the Christmas one, because I love Christmas so much, yeah. which is your favorite.
4: Well, I love Vacation for Wally World. I love the original.
3: You love uh, big raccoon looking things. Was it a raccoon? No, what it, was Wally? No, it was a, a moose. Moose. A moose. moose. Yeah. yeah. Moose, raccoon. Listen, I'm not good with animals. Some I bris- smell like beef, of course. I still of don't. Course. I looked that up. It makes no sense why she even said I like beef in <laughs> Originally, the first place. I I'm so. Oh, now I just hate that kid. <laughs> Like at first I was like it's so cute the way she says it, but now I'm like there was no point in her saying it.
4: No, plus, then don't vote for her for president because she's she has a great the videos
3: that she does. Yeah, she does that a lot. her mother. Wow, obviously, you really went. Oh deep. no, I did a deep dive. Yeah, her, I can't. her, and uh, I'm a little toot toot boy. Need oh, a, I love need a I'm hook a up. little toot toot boy. All right, we're gonna check into <laughs> that soon. Happy birthday, Steve Buscemi, Jamie Foxx, Dick Van Dyke, who is such. A, a del- terribly likes. named
4: person. Oh, right. Yes.
3: Well, it's not It's not really the name you'd want growing up as a kid. No. Um, Tom DeLonge, Morris Ooh. Day, and Taylor Swift. It's a big birthday that day. That is a big day. Also Ted Nugent. Bleah. And that's what's happening.
2: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
6: All right. What else can we talk about before Blippy?
4: Nothing, because we need to get okay, right to Blippy. We right. need as much time as possible for You're Blippi. Sure?
6: Why is Omar in here?
4: Well, I'll get to that. Okay. Do either of you know who Blippi is? No. Not a clue. Not a clue? Well, that's why I asked Omar to come in. Okay. Uh, Omar, how much does Blippi ruin your life? Uh Blippy w- was a total nightmare. When I discovered Blippy, I like almost instantly cut him off from my kids. That's how bad uh, he's saying that Insta- almost instantly. Yeah. Are mm-hmm. there any other entertainers banned from the house in the child uh, field? Uh, no. Okay. no. No, no. They like, want and my 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 kids watch the weirdest stuff, but right. Blippy's the only one that I banned.
3: Like Barney, Teletubbies, Type thing? Uh, like, sure,
4: sort of, kind of, oh, but yeah, but mixed in with like pedophilia. Wait, what? Before we even, he is
3: bad. He is the
4: most popular children's entertainer in the United States okay, right so now. Okay, so
6: children are his audience.
4: Yes, 100%. Well, that was disturbing. Okay. What you just said. Well, oh. he's, he's more creepy than anything. Okay. ten billion views on YouTube since launching the channel. Ten and what? Billion views. Oh. since launching the channel in 2014. Let's get a quick taste of what Blippi is like. This is him arriving at a bakery.
1: Much to learn about, it'll make you want to shout. Flippy! Hey! It's me, Flippy!
7: And today, we're at Leor the Baker's Place in Scottsdale, Arizona. Hate him. And today, you and I are gonna eat a lot of tasty treats. Whoa!
4: Whoa! Okay. Okay. <laughs> He
6: can go straight to hell. Remember,
4: he's not a cartoon, okay? okay. He's got a very Pee Wee Herman vibe, but he's much more basic and more earnest. It's not a complex bit at all. It's just, a, it's just him
6: being it's all a dude, excited about
4: stuff? 31-year-old Stephen John. He grew up in Washington State. and uh, By he, the
6: way, so did all serial killers. <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he, he made this persona into a multi-million dollar business. He wears an orange bow tie. Okay. Uh Orange suspenders, a two tone scally cap, and these oversized orange glasses. That's the entire costume. It's not like. Uh, sort of It's not complex at all. It's not elaborate. No. That's it. He reacts to things and points them out. Does he have
6: underwear and pants on? You
4: didn't mention that. Well, he wears pants. but I doubt he wears underwear based on how (laughs) scary this character is. Um, He just reacts to things and points them out. He's slightly educational in a way to say this is what a computer screen is or this is what this is. This is him uh, encountering a large piece of bread in the
6: bakery.
8: Look at how big these are! Jeez! Look at
6: that! That is massive! We need to get this one. Oh, no. Okay, I
1: don't like oh that at all. Oh my gosh, yeah. what is that? And, and,
6: and this is like the
1: new incarnation of Blippi. When Blibby first started, yeah. it was really him just going to different playgrounds by himself.
4: Okay. See, i um,
5: whoa! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Her laughs> and he? Would go, he would go, going off He ever. would go, hey, look at this yellow slide. Let's
8: go down the slide. Yeah. And then
6: that'd be the entire episode. To were, were your kids into it at the point you banned it? Oh, they were, y- So were yeah. they
8: mad? Uh
1: n- no okay. no 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 they, they, they I let him watch like three episodes and I was like whoa 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 whoa
9: let, let, let's let's not watch this yeah
4: uh, you should also have maybe noticed that he was in the news earlier this year when old YouTube clips of him popped up this is of Stephen John before he became Blippy. he was kind of like a attempted a comedian oh and no. so he tried to make a Harlem Shake video and it involved him pooping on his friend okay. Alright so,
3: I'm, that all right. that was,
6: it, I'm back in
4: I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry what? Yeah for reals There was like a video That came out While he was trying To go viral And he does the Harlem Shake And, it, and a little bit of poop Comes out And it goes yes. on his friend because okay. he's not wearing what? any pants. So what? What? wait, what? Yeah, he had to admit that that was like an old persona of his, and now Blippi's a whole new thing, and that was and that was the first controversy he ran into. The first. This week is the big one, right? Oh no! He announced that Blippy Live would be going on the road for a month. This is a massive deal. This is the first time he's went out on the road for what age kids? Uh, uh, the, well, the same company that's one doing to two, yeah, basically the same company that's doing Baby Shark Live mm-hmm. is doing okay. Blippy Live. Right. So it's 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 very young. Uh, he was going to go 30 cities, uh, starts in San Antonio, ends in Minnesota. So the tickets were expected to sell out immediately. Parents were like rushing to their computer to buy tickets. If, if Omar hadn't banned it from the house, I'm sure he would have been doing the same thing. <laughs> so then, after they bought the tickets, they started to read the fine print. And now they're furious and all demanding refunds. What? It's not Stephen John. He is franchising Blippy out to random people. And what? if you go see him live, it's just going to be another person doing Blippy in the costume. Playing the character. Playing the character Blippy. He's going to stay at home and make YouTube videos. And around the U.S., random dudes, I'm sure they're not checking well enough, are going out there and playing Blippy in his costume. All right. So, question. The parents care. Do the? I assume the kids don't. I mean, I think at a certain point you'd be like, that's not really Blippy. Maybe, yeah. Uh... The only way parents even knew is from fine print. So one parent, this woman named Dar- uh, Dana Oliver, I'm livid. I spent $400 on six-row oh tickets and two God. meet and greets, and now they're going to be meeting some rando. Can I'm I- trying to get a refund. <laughs> Can I say something? Yes. Uh, if you're a parent and you bought tickets to Blippy, you deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay? Yeah. Wow. laughs> because you're, you should not be watching or be anyway into Blippy. I mean would I mean you're not even getting blippy you're getting like blippy too. It's like when Gallagher's brother started to do Gallagher's act which yeah, kids I'm this, sure understood that reference. This seems bogus. But, <laughs> but like I, would you even care? Like would you or would you just go anyway and if your kids love it they love it. I mean
6: it. I assume if I have young enough kids they won't notice either.
4: Yeah because their audience are is definitely for like 3 4 and 5. So okay. they're not going to know. But notice. not six, seven, And eight, also, no. they, they think the Santa Mall is the Santa. So, and we all know the real
6: Santa is the North Pole. So, good. i uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, afraid they're say. If I'm going with an alleged pedophile, mm-hmm. I'm going with Mr. Rogers, right? Old school. was All soapy. You know, soap oh. suds all over me. Right. And then my grandfather would take this hose oh, right, right. Go like this with me. He'd
1: squirt all over right. me right. until the soap, <laughs> you know, he'd rinse the suds off. Right. So you were playing?
6: <laughs> yeah, my grandfather and I did
2: a lot of playing together. Uh, checkmate, Lippy. It's Kevin and Bean!
3: Let's talk next door. Woo. You guys know what next door is, right? It's. I have Ring. Is it the same thing? Uh, well, no. It's a. It's an app um, that you basically you have to apply for your neighborhood, mm-hmm. and you get accepted into your specific neighborhood. And it's a a way for neighbors to kind of connect with each other. It's
6: a crime watch thing.
3: It, it has turned quite <laughs> uh, quite crime watchy. It's a way for them to like keep people safe. Like say. Hey, um, just to let you know, my car was broken into last night, that type of thing. It could be used for great stuff. Everything from, oh, my God, my dog got out the other day. If any of you seen him, then you post a picture and people are like, oh, my gosh, that's a dog I've had in my house for two days. His name's Jimmy. Let me give him back to you. Or, (laughs) hey, found these keys on Oak Street. Do they belong to anyone? Did you drop them on a walk? Oh, my God, I've been looking for those. Great. But it also turns into... Oh, I've been seeing this guy on a bike every day this week going up and down our street. I think he's casing the street. And then some guy will write back and go, I'm exercising. That's me. Like, everyone just calm your teeth. I do it every day
6: because that's how you should
1: exercise. That's how
3: you exercise on a bike.
1: I will tell you, Allie, because Ring has the exact same neighborhood feature. So Uh I know exactly what you're talking about now. I will tell you that most of the posts that I see are people who freak out Mm -hmm. if somebody is in front of their house. If somebody is in the public street in front of their house, they are convinced that that's a person who's coming in to rob them or burn their place to the ground. What
6: percentage of it would you say is helpful versus not helpful?
1: Uh, Uh,
3: Can I say none? Lately, (laughs) not, not so much. Not much. But I did log on on September 3rd and I saw a thread that floored me. Here is my tweet about it. An argument on my next door feed has resulted in a neighbor Googling another neighbor, finding video of him doing comedy at an open mic night, <laughs> and posting it to shame him. If you need me, I'll be refreshing that thread <laughs> until I die. You guys, this was a thread.
6: It's a real thing that about happened.
3: About somebody leaving a shopping cart on the street. Wasn't me. And who oh, who do we call? Who picks it up? This has gotten absurd. If it's, you know, a homeless person's shopping cart, you don't want to take the stuff out of it. If you do wear gloves, if you don't, shouldn't Garcetti be doing more about this? Who do we call this, that, and the other thing? But then it got just into argument- over arguments serious arguments of serious arguments about um well i pay taxes this is absurd and then the next person you need to have empathy for the homeless and then oh you bleeding heart liberals (laughs) you're the reason la is (laughs) going to (laughs) it's by the
1: way if there's one thing we've learned from the internet comments on any topic it takes four or five posts before somebody either mentions trump or hitler
3: yes (laughs) <laughs> uh, it, it
1: devolves very quickly, even though you're talking about something that has nothing to do with either.
3: Absolutely. I will just say the two people beefing the most um, will call her Becky. Okay. And we'll call him Joe. All right. And Becky took it upon herself after having multiple arguments in this thread with Joe to Google his first and last name. Find said video of him at an open mic night. So they're neighbors. Uh-huh. But they
6: don't talk face-to-face. They no, no, only no. go through the... Only
3: through the app. app? Okay. I don't I don't know anybody on the app that lives by me. Okay. And I don't know if people are using fake names or what it is, but I sure as heck am using a fake name now after All right. this. What's your <laughs> fake name? <laughs> I can't tell you. Okay. Maybe it's Becky. Maybe it's me. No, so this woman posted a video of him at an open mic night yeah was joe great was he solid no he's working (laughs) through some stuff he shouldn't be yet though no (laughs) (laughs) but that's a cheap shot it turned on becky oh becky thought she was gonna get some points like oh look at joe like what a a d-bag look at him nope people were like wow now i know that my neighbor becky's an a-hole Wow, what's wrong with you, Becky? So it changed from everyone arguing about a shopping cart to homeless to Republicans to liberals to we all hate Becky. (laughs) So I checked back. (laughs) Becky has been removed from our neighborhood (gasps) app. So I didn't know this. You can report someone and then whoever the lead is in that community goes through it and decides whether they ban them or not. So I clicked on Becky and it says, "Becky is no longer part of," and then what my neighborhood is. And I was like, oh, "Damn, Becky, that was a bad move on you part." You're first of all, you are a bitch. Um, second of all, people now her out. Now who are you like shaming? Where <laughs> they, are you? Probably they, Facebook. They
1: have to make this movie. They just it's, they have to. It
3: was the most L.A. thing I have ever seen in and my all, life.
1: It all started because Kevin left a shopping cart in someone's I didn't and someone leave a might not have me. been
3: Kevin.
6: How dare you?
1: There is a very funny Twitter account that I know you're aware of, Allie, mm-hmm. called Best of Next Door. Amazing. And it is great. For instance, I left the front door open and my beloved Roomba escaped. <laughs> Can't believe I'm posting this, but I thought it's worth a try, is what? Another one. Parakeet. Um, My husband found a dead parakeet In our driveway this morning If your parakeet is missing Then stop looking for it It's not coming home Wow (laughs) That's harsh (laughs) Need to rehome a dog Small terrier tends to bark a lot If interested, let me know And I'll jump over my neighbor's fence And get it for you (laughs) (laughs) So that's best of next door But Allie, please keep us posted On whether Becky gets back into the
3: group And I'll know if she uses a different name Because she is very specific writing. I'm on to you, Becky. I'm on
2: to you. The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous...
10: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
6: Like the lodge a formal complaint? Who do I do that to? <laughs> What's your complaint about, Kevin? Uh, animal stories. I do not enjoy the upcoming stories because I... I know one of them and I would like to object. I think that you are going to love mm. the
1: first one and you will also never use a toilet again. Hit it, Steve. Maybe
2: a raccoon. Or a story about a dog Maybe a baboon, Or a story about a frog A story about a cat Or a pizza rat A story about a minx Or a story about a lynx Animal stories In the news Animal stories To cure your blues Animal stories Oh, sorry, we're out of time.
1: It's a uh, great batch of animal stories this week. The first two are coming from Australia, where it seems like there are a lot of different ways that animals can kill you. Kevin, you say it's your biggest fear. Do you uh, turn on the light and look in the toilet every time you use it?
6: No, I have sort of broken myself of that. I just mm-hmm. sort of realized look. Uh, just one of the it? chances. One of the, you the look, chances.
1: You look when you're done, though. Sure, to admire. <laughs> yeah. Well, you take a picture and put it on Instagram. Yeah. Sure. Here's uh, here's your biggest fear.
0: If you are one of those people who doesn't turn on the light when you get up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night, this next story might change things for you. This is Mary Richards from Queensland, Australia. Last week, she walked into her dark bathroom and sat down on the toilet. Nope. Seconds nope. later, this happened. I
7: felt this sharp, um,
0: sharp
11: tap on my bottom mm-hmm. along with some
1: pain. By the way, she sounds very peppy for right? someone who has mm-hmm. just been
6: bitten. Just a, shir- a sharp, a sharp, tap. A tap. Yes, I, I sharp
1: enjoyed
11: tap it. Tap on the
0: bottom. If you didn't make that out, it turns out that sharp tap was actually a bite from a python that had been curled up in the toilet bowl. Uh,
1: let's all stop and think and reflect and and uh, bemuse on that. Hoo hoo hoo, new new no sir
6: curled up in her toilet. No, sir. Guys. Nope. In my bottom. It was pretty glorious. <laughs> she seemed
4: so happy.
0: from the shock, Richards shut the lid and called in professional snake handlers. Unbelievably, they told her that it's not uncommon for snakes to sneak into people's toilets <sighs> down under. Oh. However, they admitted it was rare that one actually bit a sitting human saying the python was likely more frightened than Richard's was. Oh, nope.
1: nope.
6: that. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> nope. no,
0: no, no, no. No, no. No.
1: No. No. I guess you know they've uh, they've had a terrible heat wave in Australia this year and um, you know the snakes are just looking for a place to go that's just cool and I guess just being in some water and being in the porcelain and everything like that's just a comfortable place for you to be. No way. Not ever. It sounds like you're not on board.
5: Oh God, no, 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 no.
1: (laughs) A tourist in Australia has gone viral after posting a video of himself holding a blue ringed octopus, but it has not gone viral because the animal is beautiful. The blue ringed octopus, you guys, news to me, is one of the most venomous creatures in Australia. The unnamed wow. tourist is lucky to be alive. He was holding it. <laughs> yes, he found one on the beach and said, "Oh, look how cute this little octopus is." Hey, and look, a everybody. Picture. Yes, <laughs> the uh, chilling video um, over the weekend. Australians started to point out how dangerous it was to handle the blue ringed octopus. Commenters shared their own stories about the animal, which, re- which reportedly carries enough venom to kill. 26 full grown adults in a span of minutes. Oh what? my God. Is this is Jackie Chan? The venom of the blue ringed octopus, which again, I've never heard of before, contains a neurotoxin called tetrodotoxin? It causes paralysis. The sting is so small that most people have no idea they've been poisoned until too late. And here's the best part. There is no anti-venom available. What the heck? The only known treatment is to massage the victim's heart until the venom works its way throughout a person's body in a matter of hours if you can survive that long.
6: Hey, everybody, look at this. (laughs) Look what I got. (laughs) What must it have been like
1: for that guy to post that photo and then start getting all of those comments like, dude, you're an idiot. That thing could kill you. Dude, he did it for the gram. (laughs) I guess he did. (laughs) Here's one of my favorite stories of 2019. I don't know why they decided to do a DNA test on this orangutan that was born in the Basel Zoo in Switzerland. (laughs) (laughs) Little five-month-old Padma is part of an endangered species breeding program. They did a DNA test on her after she was born and found out that the male orangutan that lives in the enclosure with his mother uh, is not the father. What? What? Maja, his mom, had gotten pregnant from an orangutan named Vendel, an eighteen-year-old male who lives in an adjacent enclosure. Somehow, she stepped out on the boy that's in her in her uh, enclosure and managed to do it through the fence Uh-oh.
5: with the next-door
6: neighbor. Oh, you have to ad- you have to admire that, right? Come on, is that
5: unbelievable?
6: Then they went on Mori. <laughs> I'm you sure. are not
1: the father. I mean, you've got a you've got a male and a female. They have a baby, and then they found out that that male in that enclosure, the only one available to the woman as or the the, the girl as it at, at least they thought was, was not the father. Nah, the fence man. That is a yeah, fence right through the fence. Wow, that is sh- that dude's that, a baller next door. <laughs> yeah. Right, that, that kid's going through it though. <laughs> right. And finally, I'm not going to have much luck with the pronunciation here, but her name is Kamirjira Klangzanan. She was seven miles into a marathon in western Thailand when she saw the runners around her dodging a puppy in the road. She stopped on the side of the road during the marathon and coaxed the dog over to her. There were no houses nearby, so she thought, wow, maybe this puppy was abandoned. She just did not want to leave it behind, so she picked it up (laughs) and carried it the next 19
6: miles of the marathon. That puppy was probably a half a mile from home, and then she picks it up and takes it 19 miles further. (laughs) Yes, that
1: puppy was just stepped out of its yard. (laughs) She ran 19 miles holding a puppy under her arm, by the way. She says again, it seems to her that the little guy was lost, there were no houses, there were no other dogs, there were no other people around. She thought it was an unsafe environment. Running almost 20 miles carrying a dog was truly a challenge. It was two times more tiring than a normal marathon, but I did it anyway because he was just so adorable. I know it takes a lot of time for a new dog with checkups and vac- vaccinations and treatments, but I'm glad I was able to save him. She stole the cool. dog. She stole him. She, she stole him. did. <laughs> she's a, she thinks she's some sort of a hero <laughs> right. for running the marathon with a puppy. She stole some poor kid's dog. There's signs up all over on the <laughs> post. Hey, have you seen this dog? <laughs> but that dog is 20 miles away by now. <laughs> this has been Animal Stories.
2: Animal Stories in the news. Fight, fight. To cure your blues uh. the kevin and bean show on k rock
3: are you serious are
2: you serious k r o q i think it was just last week we did who's
1: the dick with kevin
8: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
6: and i think we determined
1: mostly that you were not the dick didn't well, we well
6: only that i determined that i was the dick early enough in the story to change it he yeah. saved okay. himself yeah. yeah he saved you
3: were himself dick
6: i was I was a dick at some at one point in that, in that story. Right. I think,
1: I think <laughs> we I was did. Crazy. I think,
6: I think the ruling was dick adjacent. That's yes. true. Yes. All right. Well, give me the
1: reverb here because it's time once again for Kevin and Means, Who's the Dick? And this time, it's Jensen's That's story. Right. That's right. I Jensen, rule Jensen, Jensen is the dick. Well, guys, a little early. Thanks for
6: joining
4: us, nope, everybody. A little early. Got to oh. tell you the story first. All right. uh, so here's the thing. I was walking my dog, and uh, there's a lot of squirrels and rabbits in my neighborhood, and my dog always, as all dogs, uh, become very attracted to these things. So they race at them. And, and so there was a time I saw a squirrel in my driveway. Mm-hmm. And, squirrel! And my <laughs> and, and uh, Brunch, my dog, uh, started to pull. Your dog's name is Brunch. He's so white, I okay. named him Brunch. Right. And he, the dog started to pull me towards a squirrel. And I was like, oh, let that squirrel be. And then I was like, oh, that squirrel is squirrel! Really, really chilling. Like just sort of sitting there. Brunch didn't scare him at all. Mm-hmm. And so I got closer, and the, the squirrel is in perfect normal position, like mm-hmm. like any squirrel, just on its feet, just sort of laying there. And I go, oh, oh, that squirrel's dead.
8: Oh, That squirrel's wow. dead. Oh.
4: So I said, okay, I'll walk, brunch, and then I'll come back, and since it's on my driveway, I will clean it off my driveway. Mm-hmm. He's dead. So we come back, I put Brunch inside, and I look closer, and there's blood. Oh. The, the squirrel's in perfect condition. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's literally almost um, like cheesecake posing a little, like it's <laughs> like, like <laughs> he's in a perfect position. Okay. Like,
3: like a senior photo, yes, hands like a under se- the yeah, like a squirrel senior okay. photo.
1: And that's a weird weird way to end up when you die. Extremely. Unless he just literally just died of organ failure, old age, and just like laid down while taking a senior picture. (laughs) 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 No, in other words, rather than some sort of a trauma or anything like that,
4: it's almost like he just.
8: There's blood. There's
4: blood, but not on him at all, (gasps) just around his like mouth area, like he coughed up blood. Oh, God. And and it's startling. Very, very startling. Poor dude. It looked rough. So I uh, go inside, I tell Danielle, and she goes, Well, we don't really have you know maybe one of your shoe boxes uh, which is difficult for me to do but I was like you know what it's a grave let's mm-hmm. do it so I go upstairs I cannot do it I physically can't, you can't
6: pick which shoe
4: box to no, take No 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 I, I get the <laughs> shoe box I cannot take I, it, the squirrel's too normal it looks alive right it, it looks But you know it's not... I, I I don't know I oh. can't really tell why who dies like that who dies in normal position uh, and so I'm thinking to myself maybe he's going to live I don't want to pick him up Danielle goes, why don't you? Wait,
1: you couldn't tell for sure he was dead?
4: Not really, no. You didn't poke him? No, that would be awful.
3: Well, if you poked him and all of a sudden he was like, oh, thanks for that. And he ran away. Then like, that would be a happy ending to this Feel pulse in his neck? Nothing? Guys, there was Did blood. Did you give him mouth to
4: mouth? <laughs> there was blood all around his body. It was like he was
3: sacrificed okay.
6: by pagans. Okay. Okay.
3: okay, I'm telling you he was dead. <laughs> was... And
6: I didn't even see him and I could tell he was dead. I assumed he was dead, but Double I thought... worshiping squirrels <laughs> but offered him up. But also,
4: I, to be honest, I was also chickening out a little. I, I, he was too normal it was like i would have moved his body and he it just didn't feel right so okay. wait a second here yeah.
1: so if his head had been cut off yes. he would have been fine with going out and picking up the pieces yeah but because much he was in one piece you couldn't deal yes he was too normal was, this is weird you it, guys you're the dick
4: no well don't hold on don't Uh-oh. make a decision oh, okay. yet okay and so i said to danielle uh you go do it honey well i thought about that <laughs> instead i go i go you know what i'm gonna do it in the morning. Because then, Just to give him a fighting chance? Yeah, to give him a fighting <laughs> chance. So I was like, I'm going to – and so I text my mom at the same time, and I go, Mom, she is coming over in the morning to help with the baby. And I go, uh, can you, do you have a shovel? And she goes uh, – Wow. A, a big shovel? I go, yeah, a big one. She goes, are we burying somebody? <laughs> I said, no, I need it for the squirrel in the front. She goes, okay, no problem. I like
6: that that's your mom's
4: guess, though. Yeah, she figured we were going to well enough. Maybe kill Danielle or something. <laughs> and she, my mom goes, why don't you leave out water in case – He is alive, and that way he'll go to it when he wakes up. I go, No, I'm too tired. So I went to bed. Uh, I knew he was dead. Okay. Okay. And so. You uh, knew he
6: was dead? Then why are you
4: pausing and waiting overnight? I I felt weird picking up what looked alive. He looked. I I don't know. You you
3: just said you knew it was dead. I'd hope so. He wanted to sleep on it.
4: Okay. (laughs) And so I wake up in the morning, and he's still there in the same pose, same senior photo. And uh, I go, a hell of a nap
9: he's
8: taking. Right? And
4: I go, you know what? Not now. I'll do it when I get home. No, what? <sighs> yeah, I'll do it when I get home. I'm too big. I got to get to work. It's 4 a.m. And so I get in the car, drive off, make sure not to run him over again. And, uh, and Again? I go, yeah, and my mom goes, okay, I'll see you in a little. I'll have the shovel. I go, great. Uh, I it's get not home. what you want to hear from your mom ever. Right, right. I have the shovel. I, my mom texts me and goes, just got to the house. We have the shovel. He's gone.
9: The squirrel's gone. The squirrel's
4: gone. gone. So I assume... He's alive, or maybe I was right the whole time. But the truth is, I'm being
1: told that he was most likely picked up by a bird. Right. Oh, I see. Oh. What do you mean you're being told by the other squirrels in the neighborhood?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the pagans. Uh, no. I, a lot of people, to the street. He knows yeah, what's going on. A lot of people are like, oh, uh, you know, those things get picked up all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so, it's,
1: a, it's a food source at that point. Yeah. yeah.
4: So now here's a couple questions I have. One.
6: You're a complete baby. Is that a question? I I don't think that's yeah, up for who's debate. who's the baby? I know right? that's true.
4: Jensen. I chickened out. Okay. I, I chickened out while trying to pick up a dead squirrel. But I wonder, did I now poison a bird? Did I
1: now poison a? Bird? Oh, because you think the squirrel may have died via poison rather than just so. old age.
4: He looked like the like the squirrel equivalent of like in a movie when a like a guy who sick coughs into like a towel no. and it leaves like a red mark. That's what it was like around him on the drive. uranium. Yeah, it radiation poisoning. Yeah, that's <laughs> looks bad. Well, does somebody have poison out for the squirrels? I hope not. I mean, wouldn't you think that there's like rat poison or something out in someone's yard that he that he I would like guess that yeah. could happen. I'm the odds sure. are likely guess that so, yeah. it's somewhere in the area. So, I ask you, did I not only allow a squirrel to die in cold blood like a Johnny Cash song about squirrels mm-hmm. or or, <laughs> or did I also poison a bird that came to pick him up. Because you were too weak. Correct. <laughs> too much of a chicken to pick up a... I'm, gonna,
6: I'm ready to rule on too weak. <laughs> 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 That's what we're ruling on or no?
1: <laughs> no, it's, t- it's mm. dick or not.
6: Um... Uh,
1: I mean, I, I, we don't have any way of knowing that there was poison involved. Correct. Well, honestly, I think yeah. you could sleep at night not being convinced that you poisoned a bird who picked up the squirrel because mm-hmm. there's no there's no real reason to suspect that he was poisoned. There are lots of things that could have gone. His wrong little with
6: arm that. was tied off though, and he had a needle in it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's a junky squirrel. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock, K Rock, Q. Dumb.
6: In uh, Tonawanda, New York. A woman is facing charges after police say she called 911 asking how she could kill her boyfriend. <laughs> well, if you don't know how to kill a person, you need some advice, Kevin. But do you call 911? What do you think? Like, go to, go to YouTube? Yeah, I would call 411. <laughs> What's the info? <laughs> Zelda Cotton, 54 years old, is charged with endangering the welfare of an elderly person who was her boyfriend at a spry 76 years old. Was it Reuben? That's a great question. They also said that um, she had faked hitting her boyfriend four times with a VCR tape. (laughs) Like, that's all that had happened so far. Then she called 911 and asked, hey, how do I kill him? And, of course, the police show up, and they arrest her, and... And his life is so much better now. Who has Ricky? a VHS tape, by the way? Yeah, I know,
8: really. <laughs> That's what I was thinking.
6: Well, he's 76. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Maybe he's got an 8-track. Yeah. Oh, my God. Who knows? A uh, man who says he fled an Austrian prison over a decade ago has turned himself into police. He left, he escaped, and he went to Spain's Canary Islands. Uh-huh. And he lived there for 10 years. Police said the 64-year-old carrying two suitcases went to police at a railway station and said, I'm a prisoner. I'm supposed to, I escaped ten years ago, and you should probably arrest me. What? Wait, A-
8: after why? ten years? Why?
6: <laughs> um, here's what he said: Tenerife, which is the exact island that he was on, uh-huh. it's not as nice as it used to be,
8: and he'd lived <laughs> live there long enough. So we ready to enough. go to prison? Yes. yes. Oh my free,
6: god! Free rent, you know free food. food. It's been yeah, nice. I get it. Yeah, it's, it's been nice, but th- it's yeah. going downhill.
5: Yeah. You know, so, plus you... plus, life on the run is hard. I know you, from experience. Do you, do you, <laughs> do you,
6: yeah. do you? Uh, The next story is out of Akron, Ohio. Police say they identified a woman who robbed a northeast Ohio video store. This is really old school well, stuff. Yeah, what's
7: going on? Is this
6: the '80s? <laughs> she walked in and she wanted the woman to pull up her account. Okay. So she gave the woman her phone number, which the account is listed under. Then she went and browsed for a little bit. Then she went back and put a note saying, "I have a weapon. <gasps> Give me all of your money." Oh my god! But at a video store. Yes, but she, she already has all her, her like, info, Why would you rob there? She already gave them her phone number. So she called the police. The police <laughs> called her. They tracked her down well, and they arrested her. This is oh people god. are dumb, right? People are very <laughs> dumb, yes. Uh, This is a bizarre story, and it comes out of uh, Delano, uh, Florida. By the way, almost all stories come out of Florida. Almost all of my people are dumb, and all of being, you know, what's up with Florida? Mm -hmm. It's a crazy state. (laughs) Authorities say 72-year-old Florida man repeatedly stabbed his nephew because... Anyone? Uh, Stabbed his nephew because... He ate his cereal. He stole his lawnmower. The VHS machine wasn't working. (laughs) Great guess. <laughs> he was taking too long in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, sure, man. Sure. Well, when, when
5: you got to go,
1: I, I, I feel that
6: guy. Stabbed yeah. Him. Yeah. Well, you know,
4: you got to go. It checks go. out. Yeah. Yeah. Sheriff checks deputies
6: out. arrived Tuesday to find the 29-year-old. So the guy's 72. The 29-year-old is his nephew who has been able to stay at his, live in his car in the man's driveway. Uh, but then can also use the restroom. Uh, yeah, that, that old dude was fed up with this guy. Right? There was, yeah, uh, yeah there's so many issues there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, ap- apparently when the uh, police arrived, this guy had wounds in his stomach and back. Oh, like God. this 72-year-old was going well, He went it. to town, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, how bad you have to go? Oh, man. <laughs> That's insanity. And finally, armed carjackers stopped by stick shift. Flee on foot. <laughs> this story comes out of Dallas. An armed hijacker in South Oak Cliff uh, went south when the alleged thieves, um, for the alleged thieves, after the Dallas police showed up, and he was unable to drive a, a stick shift. Have you ever driven a stick shift? I have. Okay, and you know when you let out the clutch? Oh, it dies. You give it a little gas. Right. Oh, oh right, right, right. That's the key. You just have to give it a little gas. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you just pop the clutch, it dies. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this guy, I'll play some uh, news for you, and then I'll describe in detail exactly what was happening. Well, Doug and Kaylee, all those police officers actually just left the scene, once again, reopening
4: this road here in South Oak Cliff. But just a few minutes ago, that Mustang GT, this investigation all surrounded, sat outside this home, and the thieves actually didn't get too far with it because they couldn't drive it. Now, police tell us the owner of the Mustang had just parked when two men approached. They manned the car at gunpoint. A fight broke out, and the victim ended up being grazed in the leg. He's fine, but police say when the suspects tried to speed off, they didn't know how to drive stick shift and kept stalling. (laughs) Now, investigators say (laughs) the suspects in this case eventually gave up after
6: they couldn't actually get it into gear. They couldn't? Yeah drive away that's
5: hilarious <laughs> those two carjackers were definitely millennials and
6: so everybody there's standing around going hey <laughs> dudes get out of the car you're and, and they stall <laughs> and then they'd stall and then they stall. <laughs> awesome they oh, literally uh, couldn't drive it away i wish
8: there was footage of this same it's so bad
6: i do too and that is
2: dumb these djs are superstars kevin and bean on k-rock
11: selling a little or a lot podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
5: hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Craig
6: Kilborn, Yes. Used to do the Late Late Show at CBS, correct? Even more than that. He was the original Daily
4: Show host. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was on SportsCenter. He was one of the the more memorable SportsCenter anchors. Mm -hmm. Uh, You saw him in the movie Old School.
1: He always seemed to me to be one of the smartest of all the late-night hosts. That's
4: what it would have appeared? I I think that's a good assumption. You know, Mm -hmm. he he sort of had a bunch of uh, very educated writers, and they kind of worked on a a higher level than most late-night TV. Uh, And was
6: old school the last thing we saw him in? Yeah.
1: Yeah, the last real public thing. I mean, it's very rare for somebody to be in a high-profile series of television jobs and then just vanish. And I also, by the way, and I know we're going to get into, he's back in the news now because of his Instagram account, but I also can't figure out the money. Like, how do you walk away from the network in 2004 Mm -hmm. and have enough money to still be retired?
4: Yeah, it's all real questionable. Hmm. Uh, The life of Craig Kilborn is very, very odd, and now he has jumped into Instagram full speed, just completely jumped into the deep end. And this is after being uh, pretty much absent from the public eye for years. And, and he, Jensen told me, he's he's a weirdo. You need to look at his Instagram, and he sure is. And he follows you now. Yeah, he does, And yes. he comments on your stuff. Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> he does
8: for me, too. I love it. Uh, <laughs> for those who don't
4: know Craig Kilborn, his character and his real persona are sort of very blurred. He kind of plays this aristocrat, elitist, uh, but is that Craig Kilborn or is that a character? That's kind of a thing that that's gone back and forth his whole career. Uh, so on Instagram now he's he's releasing these videos that he edits himself and uh, he puts a lot of time into them. But boy, it really does not help the conundrum that is Kilborn. Uh, <laughs> I pulled some clips. This first one gives you an overall feel of what it's like to follow Craig Kilborn. Uh, this one talks about his
9: shoes. Well, hello there. every few months I like to go into my closet and admire my extensive shoe collection when I was doing the old show I received an obscene amount of complimentary footwear including these beautiful derby shoes by Prada chocolate brown I've never worn them before outside of my house I'm thinking about debuting them this summer Up at the new Rosewood Miramar Beach Hotel in Montecito. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying, Craig, they're not very beachy. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, how should I put this? I have never in my life sipped white wine wearing tennis shoes and I don't feel like I've missed out on anything.
3: Uh, I love him so much. I mean, crazy. You gotta wonder,
8: how
4: did that not work on late night TV? Yes.
1: I mean, that's great, but what's the end game? You don't put that much effort into just your Instagram. I love that little background music.
4: So yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, he edits that in later. He does Dissolves a lot. Oh, yeah. Like, he clearly has a mission on Instagram, and they asked him why he started it in an interview, and he said it was because his nieces saw. A picture of him holding a martini glass wearing like a vest and tie and they were like you gotta go on Instagram that's pretty strong <laughs> and he was like and then you gotta follow your producers uh, and so now he's on it you also every one of these are shot from like a lounge And he's always holding sort of an alcohol glass, a scotch glass, and it just seems like he's living the life of like a a 90-year-old heir to like (laughs) some sort of empire. Yeah, this
3: is all shot from his house in Hancock Park. Yeah. Like he lives the life.
4: Mm. Yeah, of sort of a retiree, like Boca Raton
1: resident. And apparently he has another house out in the desert, too. Yes, That's all right. he does he st- go to Palm Springs as well. Yeah, so Craig's doing fine. How
4: mm-hmm. long has Craig Hilborn been like this? The second clip tells you about what he was like in high school.
9: When I was in high school, my classmates would listen to REO Speedwagon and Foghead. <laughs> I would hang out with dear old father. We eat a can of smoked oysters and listen to Dean Martin and Mr. Nat King Cole. Yes. The magic happened early. Uh, this this next
4: one is a story. Uh, he asked a minute-long story about David Bowie.
9: Late 80s. I'm living in Venice, California. It's the middle of the day. I'm reading a David Bowie biography. I need to take a break. I go to the Beverly Center. That's what we did back then. As I'm walking around, I see a beautiful woman wearing a short skirt with very toned legs. She's walking with this gentleman. They go in to be Dalton Bookseller. I follow them. Ladies and gentlemen... It's David Bowie. The woman is the lead dancer for the Glass Spider tour. Wow. I was seeing one of my heroes, if just for one day. What an odd place to see Bowie. A place oddity. I went outside into the serious sunlight. I returned to Venice, put on a dress, and finished my book. I'm kidding. It was a bodysuit.
1: Uh <laughs> what's happening?
9: What is he's happening? Straight, he's straight crazy. Remember is
4: such a delight.
9: The, the host of the Late
4: Late Show now is James Corden, who sings with you in a car. Yes. A completely <laughs> different vibe. Yes. Uh so the day that remember this guy, Craig Kilborn, played uh college basketball, I believe. He was very good, and sports was what he first came up in for Sports Center. So when he talks about basketball a lot, he's a humongous Minnesota Timberwolves fan, because that's where he's originally from. But the day that Kawhi Leonard got traded, he posted a video celebrating for Toronto. And I know that Kevin's not going to like this, but this is how it started.
9: Oh, we are drinking early today, my friends. And I say, why not?
4: Uh, That's pretty good. Uh, And so he he congratulates the Raptors for their championship. Uh, And this is a footnote he gives Canada at the end of the clip.
9: And while I have you, my issue with hockey is the same as soccer. Too many turnovers. (laughs) Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs)
3: I have watched these videos multiple times and he delights me and you have to watch him because A, he winks in a lot of them and he has like a little glistening, like the bloop that he adds in when he winks. Oh, it is fantastic. (laughs) Hey, you know what just
1: occurred to me? Um, Kevin, is this the late night show that you and I were on as guests? Did we go on Killborn? It feels... On brand, I think so. We were on one of them. Was it Kilborn? Now that you bring that up, I think so. I think we were, and he was delightful. He was super nice to us. Honestly, why would
6: he have had us on? It makes no sense.
1: I think he was hurting for guests, but (laughs) still super fun. But yeah, yeah, what a what a weirdo.
4: Yeah, and you can follow him at Mr. Craig Kilborn. I believe it's a bit of a renaissance for the man, Uh, (laughs) but boy, is he weird. Uh, So follow him. Why not?
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock.
4: It's the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock 1067. It's coming up at 8 o'clock on a Friday, uh, or a Friday to those who celebrate. Friday. Uh, Thank uh, you. So it's our favorite What's Happening of the Week. Allie, this is, that's my jam time.
3: It is. Here's the thing um, we don't pick the songs that we play here on K Rock. Mm, really? Sure, we love a lot of it. Uh-huh. Uh, some. Uh, We don't Mm. as much as most. Um, Here's the thing. We all have very varied musical tastes. So we decided a while ago to come up with a Spotify mix called That's My Jam, where every week a member of the Kevin and Bean Show, and by a member, all members of the Kevin and Bean Show, Mm -hmm. pick a song that they're currently into. Maybe it's something that just came out, or maybe it's something that came across their playlist, but it makes you go, yeah, that's my jam. So we put it on every single week. There's over 100 songs on there right now. Five hours and 32 minutes of music. son, where'd you get that? All right. Uh,
4: (laughs) It's on on many uh, playlists. You can
3: find it at Kevin and Bean on all of our social media. It is called That's My Jam. And then on Friday around this time, we like to play some of our picks. So let's mm-hmm. start off first with Jensen.
4: Well, I was going to select this song and, and I, I I didn't. But it Oh, it, dear. Just remember it. Took the world by storm. Uh, this is Sandy Bainum mm-hmm. with a song called This Christmas.
8: Christmas I'll be celebrating Hanukkah with the Jewish man I'm dating.
4: Even the way she says it's just Jew. aggressive. Hard J there. Aggressive. Uh, that's Sandy Bainham, This Christmas. So many people reached out to me on social media asking about that song. Yeah, I want to remind you, it is completely earnest. It is not yeah. like a Weird owl song. No. It is like a true Christmas song, Sandy Bainham, This Christmas. Well, she's, a true Hanukkah song. Right. Well, she's dating yeah. a Jew. With a hard J. Hard J on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. My real pick is a song from uh, my high school years, early college years, A band uh, that a lot of people know. They were out of Berlin, Atari Teenage Riot. Uh, They were awesome. This sort of like left-wing anarchist, uh, politically driven EDM, I guess like thrash band. Almost like no one had ever heard before. And and they were geniuses. Alec Empire was lead singer. He passed away a few years ago. Uh, But I listen to this song all the time. I love it. We used to play it at parties to like ruin the dance floor. Uh, This is Atari Teenage Riot with Speed. Uh, wow. I'm so bummed I wasn't ever able to see Atari Teenager I perform live. I wish I would have.
3: I feel like it's very different mm-hmm. uh, from your all you celebrating um oh, yeah. celebrate well they're yeah.
4: both uh, pro Jew.
3: Oh, I yeah, didn't. Both it- of okay. Them are
4: okay. about dating a Jewish man. Mm-hmm. wasn't both aware songs. of that. Okay. Speed and this Christmas. All
3: right. Mm-hmm. Um, since Kevin's already on vacation and so is his brain, mm-hmm. even though we reminded him multiple times, sure. hey, send in your song. He's pretending he doesn't know us. We're blocked from his email. What's, right I'm at
5: the whiskey. <laughs> what? Not the Roxy, the whiskey.
3: <laughs> so, Beer uh, Mug, you're up. What is your song?
5: Well, I'm really honored right now because this is my first. Uh, um, you just get to okay. it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> For all you metalheads out there, this is from a band with the best metal name, in my opinion, ever. It's Five Finger Death Punch. Mm -hmm. And they've been around since 2005. They've released six studio albums since then. They have a seventh one coming out in February. And I heard this song off that upcoming album called Fate. And Five Finger Death Punch is a band that they have a lot of metal um, metal qualities to them. They have heavy, thrash, melodic, alternative, hard rock. Mm-hmm. And um, I heard this song I was like, yeah! I like it! We're missing a little bit of rock on K-Rock! It's not K-Rap! It's K-Rock! Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, this is my That's My Jam Pick. Five Finger Death Punch Inside Out. Do you love
12: it or you can it because nothing I say and nothing
2: I feel is right while well, I'm sitting on your dying, you're just holding out your hand And even if I wanted to, I couldn't have explained Cause you don't know the difference between violence and pain
4: Split <laughs> A split lip! split! Wow! wow. <laughs> uh, 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 so, Pit in the country club with the swish rush! Five feet damn punches in that bunch of the
5: Kleinest country club with an old suey hit me
4: in the space! <laughs> <Sui. laughs>
3: he's very serious. Chewy. very serious. Uh,
4: I didn't get corrected on Twitter, which I'm surprised about, uh-huh. but I did. I Alec Empire didn't die. Carl Crack died. The other guy oh, in Atari wow. TV. Carl
3: Crack. Ha- what
4: do you know? I haven't looked at Twitter yet, but I guarantee uh-huh. someone's like, he's al- I, it's me, Alec Empire. I'm alive. Oh, he, man. The other co founder, Carl Crack, dead. Also, with the name Carl Crack, how do you think he died? He stepped on a crack. He
3: <laughs> no. wrote his mother broke her back? <laughs> no. No? Speed? Crack? Drugs,
4: drugs and alcohol. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah.
3: Well, thanks for updating us with I'll that happy you know. news. Uh, mine comes from a band that most of us know, formed in the late 70s. They're called The Specials. They've been around forever. They've had breakups. They've had new members. They, too, have had death. Oh. Um, I'm not going to name um, the alive one, though. <laughs> okay. um, but in February, they were back with a new album called Encore, which debuted at number one on the UK Albums Chart That's their first chart-topping album since 1980, you guys. Wow. Mm -hmm. A lot of time in between. Three years before I was born. Split lamb, split lamb. Wow, what is happening? (laughs) But they are a blast, and I feel like I picked this song because it reminds me of Halloween for some reason. And you guys know how much I love Christmas, but I might love Halloween just a smidge more. And it's the specials with The Lunatics. I see the faces of starvation
10: just cannot see the point oh cuz there's so much food here today oh that no one wants to take
3: Basically, I'm so excited for Halloween.
5: I really love that song, yeah. and I, I love the specials. I know. I, I love the
3: specials. I'm glad
5: that the Lunatics are uh, is new, because Ghost Town reminds uh-huh. me of Halloween. Yeah. And I just lo- I, every time I hear it, I feel like yeah. I'm walking down like old 1920s Hollywood, and yeah. I see um, Boris Karloff's The Mummy uh-huh. smoking a cigarette. We're out with of the, time, looks. Uh
4: Also, I just... <laughs> I just realized it's not Carl Crack who died. Oh, my it's, God. No, I'm Again. kidding. Okay. Carl Crack is dead. He's dead.
3: Guys. Split lip. Guys.
4: Steve Heroin is alive. they their guitarist.
3: You can find it at Kevin and Bean on all of our social media. Again, you've got over five uh-huh. and a half hours of music. Just press the follow button. Listen to it on shuffle. You're going to have a great drive ahead of you if you play that playlist. You guys, it's a wonderful day. Let's just get out of here. Oh, we've got but 2 still, more hours. Got two oh, hours. Yeah. Ah, still a that, little early. That's what's happening.
2: The Kevin and Bean show. The world famous K-Rock.
6: This phone topic could go south, but we're going to try. <laughs> we're going to try and steer it to the funny side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you the uh, personal story that I have. My dad was in the hospital for I don't know, maybe a month before he passed away, mm-hmm. and he was on Um, A machine that was keeping him alive and helping him breathe and stuff like that. And he would come to maybe, you know, once a day at some point. And so at one point, like two days before he passed away, he sort of woke up and looked over at me. And my dad was a huge Phoenix Suns fan, mm-hmm. so I don't know why I would tell him this <laughs> while, while he's being kept alive <laughs> by a machine. Oh, we got some time together. I got but, something to tell you. But I did say, Dad Shaq has been traded to the Suns, and he looked confused, and then he shook his head No.
3: Like no, he didn't want it, or no, I don't believe it. No, I don't believe it. Yeah. So or
4: no, why are you wasting this time together by telling <laughs> me NBA
6: rumors?
3: Maybe that's what he meant.
6: <laughs> I don't know. So then I said it again. No, seriously, like it's already done. Shaq is on the Suns. Okay. And again, he he shook his head no. Uh huh. And then he went to sleep.
8: <laughs>
6: and that was. That was literally. Wait, that was those were his last words. Literally. <gasps> last time you spoke to my me. My last words to my dad. Oh. Now, now we're not necessarily it doesn't have to be your last words. Maybe it could be it's close. Yes, if it's close. Deathbed stuff. But what a weird. I mean, I don't we had many conversations sure. where it's like, I love you, I'm proud yeah. of you. Back and forth, back and forth. But that was those were yeah. my last words. Yeah,
4: you can't pick and choose what the last one is. No. Which
3: are absurd. Yeah. So Shaq killed your dad. I mean, <laughs> I
4: don't know that that's true. I mean, okay. I think he, he was yeah, terrible okay. on the sons. He was terrible your, on the To your, your dad's dad credit. Knew. Yeah, yeah, to your dad's credit. So the- I don't want to live through this. <laughs> Wait, it's, he was like, Uh-oh. it's too late in his career. Uh-oh. We should have got him earlier. No. Do you
6: think that's what ended it all? No, of course You <laughs> He didn't not. want to see the sons with Shaq. All right, uh, so here's what we're going to do. We're looking at funny last words. Yeah. It yes. doesn't have to necessarily be stupid like mine was. Even it last also
4: conversations.
6: It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. the last conversation. Yeah. Conversations yes. yeah. that were ridiculous or funny in some way. Yeah, but Like
4: I, I've referenced mine a little bit in the past, and that's that my dad, we also had a long time to talk, and a lot of beautiful conversations about life and growing up and all these things. And then one time he just just gave me this gem. Uh <laughs> While on life support basically at the mm-hmm. hospital, he just went, you know, everybody hates Jews. <laughs> and I said, What? And he goes, Everybody. They'll pretend they like Jews, but deep down in a room when they're alone, they hate Jews. And I went, All right, Dad. And then he was like, I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he was laid down. He didn't All die. Right. That wasn't the last words. <laughs> but it was But close. it was close. The la- wow. I mean it was the last two or three times we spoke. And one of them was just, like, anti-Semitism.
6: I assume it was way worse for him than you. I certainly hope. I don't know. Maybe he was uh, seeing the future. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, But, yeah, it was uh, one of those moments, you know. So we're going to take your calls, 1-800-520-1067. Don't give us sad. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. We're not emotionally capable of handling sad. Too early. Mm -hmm. So give us funny last words that you had with somebody that you
3: loved. Right.
6: That passed away.
3: So not like, uh, you weren't my kid and I never loved your mother. Right. Well, I can find that funny. Not hysterical. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
6: mean, that might fall into the category of why would someone ever say that? That could be funny. Yeah, But it has to be funny to you. Yes. And then then hopefully it'll be funny to us. Yeah. Carolyn from Corona on the line. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. Thank you for listening. Thanks for calling. What was yours?
7: Okay, so like four days before my dad died, um, he was in and out of it, and uh, probably two days, right, two days right before he died. My niece was there, she was CNA, she's changing his, his diaper, he, you know she's changing his sheet comfortable right before he dies. And he hadn't said much, but one of the last things we heard him say after she was changing him was that somebody was pulling on his nut.)
8: <laughs> <laughs> so oh,
6: somehow he was kind of in the sheet that was being changed, yeah.
7: So he was he was changing his diaper. I mean he was out, like this was it for him. But he you know, he said a few other things after that, maybe like a bye or a or I even mumbled an I love you. Right. But the one thing we all heard, everybody in the room, was that somebody was pulling on his nut.
4: Well, I I think that's that's, That's actually something beautiful, and I'm surprised you guys didn't put it on his headstone. Uh,
3: Not only headstone, if that is is. not on every cake that you guys have at family get-togethers, you're pulling on my nutsack. That's amazing, (laughs) Carolyn.
2: The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock.
6: All right, let's go to uh, Philip. Let's start there in Anaheim. Good morning, Philip. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Funny last words. Okay, so my grandpa, he's kind of the same situation as yours was, Kevin. Um, He was slipping in and out, so they put him on life
5: support, but he wanted to be at home. So they had it all set up at home. Well, I was young. I was with my girlfriend at the time. We were all talking about uh, a pool party that we were going to go to. And my my girlfriend said, yeah, I don't think I want to go. Last time so-and-so jumped in, and he got me all wet. Well, my grandpa at the time woke up at that point, looks up and says, nice, chuckles and goes, nice, and looks at me and tells me, boy." And that was it.
3: <laughs> Your grandpa was a G. He's,
4: he's a really nice man.
6: Nice. I love him. Good work, Philip.
4: Did he live to be 69?
6: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well done. Thank you for the call. All right. Let's go to uh, Roberta in Pasadena. Good morning, Roberta. Good
7: morning, guys. All right, well, my dad passed away in 2005. Now, um, my dad was a bit of a Casanova. Mhm. So, we there's seven of us total that we know of so far. And before he died, cuz we had just found one of our brothers, and before he died, he looks over at me and my little sister and he goes, "Oh, there might be two more in North Carolina." Whoa. So, two more siblings somewhere there. I was like, oh, Great, your "Okay." And he goes, "Can you he said, can you please go find him? And we were just kind of laughing. We were like, are you, are you serious or is this just one of your hallucinations? And he's like, no, I think there's two more out there.
6: Wow, that's insane. That go, is crazy. Go find them. Give me a little bit more to go on. Yeah. What the hell? Let's go to Ruben in Long Beach. Good morning, Ruben. Good morning. Uh, my dad uh, passed away in 2014.
5: And uh, when he was in intensive care before he passed away, his nurse was smoking hot. And he looks over to me and says, Ruben. You see the rack on that nurse? <laughs> <laughs>
8: Jeez, everybody's everybody's dying. Parents
4: are so horned up.
5: He was appreciating the view. She'd mess with his IV, and his eyes would be bulging
6: like sideways, looking down her top. Wait, was okay? Did well, She was aware of it then.
5: I think so, because she, you know, she's one of those nurses that wear really tight. They're all bulging out everywhere. Right. You know, like, Breast, like bulging, through, like, tight outfit. <laughs> you know, when he he knows, those,
6: You know those guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a porn movie, but okay. <laughs> I don't think we've had the same type no. of nurses. <laughs> oh, I love that. Did you see the rack on her or something? All right, let's go to um, Christine, who's calling us from Tustin. Good morning, Christine.
7: Hi. How are you? Good, thank you. My grandmother, um, when she when she died, so I was in Seattle and I had just finished college, just moved to Seattle. And my mom called and said, you've got to come now to say goodbye. So I get there. I rush to Burbank. I go to the hospital. And um, she wakes up and she sees me and she looks at me and says, nobody likes a pain in the ass. So don't be a pain in the ass.
8: Hmm.
6: Now, do, that you think, the time do you think <laughs> that that was just like generic or was that no, tailored to Christine?
7: Um, that was specifically to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. uh, I mean, she's not uh, wrong, I Christine. Was, no, I was the one who had the purple hair and the nose ring and the eyebrow ring and the purple. You but know, n- none of, was, of that
4: means you're a pain you in the ass, what? though. Yeah, maybe to an older grandma. Oh, to her I was. Yeah, oh, I To see. her I was. Yeah.
6: Wow, yeah. you rushed there to hear that. That's oh, beautiful saying. That's yes. like a Maya
4: Angelou you know quote.
7: You it, it was perfect. It was a perfect goodbye because that was kind of our relationship. All right. Yeah, great. I that's think that's fantastic. nice. fantastic. Yeah.
6: Thank you for the call. All right, let's go to Michelle in Cyprus. Hi, Michelle.
7: Hey, good morning. Morning. So... Uh, About six months before my dad died, he went out and he bought a new Ford hybrid car. And for different reasons, he was just really unhappy with it. And then for the last two months of his life, he was in the hospital and in care centers, and he hadn't even been driving it. Um, But his last words to me were, I should have bought a Prius. Oh, my God.
8: (laughs) That's
4: insane. He really (laughs) had buyer's remorse. (laughs) I
7: should have bought a Prius.
3: It's great. That should be an ad. It should
6: be. Thank you for the call, Michelle. We appreciate that. Let's go to Ariel in Redondo Beach. Good morning.
3: Good morning. So
7: my grandpa's last words to anyone in his family were... Get the hell out. I want to watch the Angels game.
6: That's
4: wow.
8: fantastic.
6: <laughs>
7: did he get through the game
4: or did he did he get to watch the game? Yeah,
7: he did. He did get through the game. So he was actually uh, diagnosed with leukemia from diagnosis to death it was less than a month. He was in the hospital. So he's in his hospital room. His daughters, his grandchildren are there. You know, we're trying to be with him. He's like, OK, I'm done. Get the hell out. I want to watch the game. You guys can go home.
6: And then you never talk to him again?
7: And then he died during the night. Did
6: the Angels win that
4: game?
7: I believe the Angels did win that game. So you know what? I'm not too
2: disappointed.
4: (laughs) Yeah, but he's an Angels fan, so he knows how it ends.
2: (laughs) It's the Kevin and Bean Show.
1: K-Rock. I heard the voice of a young
5: beer mug in there. Yes, Bean, you did. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> How you doing? So weird.
3: That's a microphone, by the way, in front of you. No, Oh, no, you, you don't no. need to tell him. He's yeah. a broadcasting professional. <laughs> what? he
5: is,
1: God. Bugs. Uh, a lot of people may know you as a behind-the-scenes guy here on K-Rock. Sure. And, of course, you know, we feature you on the air over the past several years, and you do your cheers with Beer Mug, and you're our man on the street, and they talk to you when they answer the phone. But they may not realize that you have loftier ambitions than just being part of this dog-and-pony show, you're a star in your
5: own right wow. every
1: every Thursday night. Am I wow. right?
5: Wow. I mean, that might be over-exaggerating, but... Mm-hmm. Accept it. Yes. I'm going to take that from the broadcast legend himself, right. once known as Flash Phillips, mm-hmm. Bean I, Baxter. I was Flash Phillips. That's true. You are
1: a star in your own right on Thursday night. So what happens? At midnight or 2 a.m. or
5: something, you come, you come on before our Friday morning show. Yes. So uh, the midnight uh, Friday morning, I start mm-hmm. a five-hour overnight shift <laughs> where... Kevin Weatherby has given me the reins to talk on the world famous K-Rock. Wow. wow. Yeah.
1: You know, that's a job that, no joke, hundreds of other broadcasters out here would move to Los Angeles to work that shift.
5: I know it's pretty special. And like I said, you know, with the legends that have come through K-Rock, like mm-hmm. Jed the Fish, Doug the Slug, uh, you bean. I mean, you you are the man. Now you don't have to butter me up. Okay. Yes, I'm going to keep buttering you up because <laughs> you are the man when it comes to talking up. Intros. I'm also the man who's
1: about to play your air check on the air oh. for everybody to hear. <laughs> because this is what we're all missing at 3 a.m. when we're not up listening to K-Rock. Mugs on the radio.
5: 106.7 K-Rock, L.A. And OC's alternative Rock. It is Beer Mug. It's going to be a wonderful night. I'm going to be here with you for four more hours. And then the Kevin and Bean Show will be coming in, which I also work for. This is going to be a long day, is what I'm saying.
8: (laughs) I feel like you've just
5: begun.
1: You're already complaining.
8: Yeah, it's already over it. First talk break. First hour. (laughs) Wow.
1: I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I here all night? And then I have to sit around for the stupid morning show. If I
4: tuned in, I'd be like, this guy is starting a career dilemma that I'm going to listen to over the next four hours.
5: (laughs) You hear how he just gets so deflated (laughs) as he says that? Silver Sun Pickups playing Kaboo. What is Kaboo, Brian? Now wait, who's Brian? Who's Brian? Does he have a microphone? Brian was the board op before me. Uh I I relieved him, and Mm -hmm. he was still standing in the studio. And as as I was trying to find where Silver Sun pickups were playing, I was frantically uh, flipping through our liner book, and I Mm -hmm. had no idea where it was. So I decided to look at Brian and ask him. And
1: he clearly had no
4: response to no, you. He no, no, He's picking
1: up his things. He's leaving.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> he's not
1: sticking with you for your meltdown. <laughs> you were not at all prepared to talk about Kaboo at all, right? You, just, you said it, and then you thought, oh, man, what have I done? What
5: gave you that impression? <laughs> what is Kaboo, Brian? Mm-hmm. I found it.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
5: September 13th through the 15th. More info. Go to KROQ.com.
1: Now, do, you, do you also feel, this is kind of a Radio 101 question, but do you also feel if there's 48 seconds at the beginning of a song, you have to use it all?
5: No, and that's the golden rule that the, that Kevin will tell you. He says you don't have to talk up the entire intro. You can mm. let it breathe. But right. well, you did not follow that advice because it sounded like you were just going to keep going until they started singing. And
1: and I just... I,
3: I'm curious. Is there even a Brian? <laughs> I mean, let's, let's really tackle He Very this. well could have not been. He I don't picks know. up his hand and it has a mouth drawn on it. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right, here's here's more mugs. It's so six point seven k rock. Now, the whole leaving Neverland thing, <laughs> do you Oh, oh, no, no, oh, oh, no, no. Let's, no. no. Let's bring the mood no. up with Leaving no. Neverland.
4: Somebody's oh. leaving the club. <laughs> Turns oh, on no. k
1: <laughs> So Muggs is going to do his pedophilia chunk now oh, for man, no. people listening to in the middle of the night. Let's see where this goes. The
5: whole Leaving Neverland thing. Do you boycott bands that have covered Michael Jackson, too, if you're on the side of the accusers? <laughs> oh, no, <not> alien <laughs> so that's where he was
1: going. No. Yeah. <laughs> now, is that is that a legitimate question? I think it yeah, yeah. sort of is. Yeah. I mean, he wrote the song. It is,
3: but the dramatic pause that the <laughs> <Yeah>. alien <laughs> ant form coming in, Boom. I can Oh, he thinks he nailed it.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I
4: do like the idea that... that... Angels, <NOISE> Alien Farm now comes out <laughs> to that song and does a small, tight five about should we do this song?
8: <laughs> and
4: then. And
1: everyone gets very excited. Mugs, we've only heard like 40 seconds of this, and you're already a national treasure.
5: that's so good. All right, here's some more. 106.7 K Rock, C's alternative rock, it is Beer Mug, One Los Angeles Band. That was Bad Flower. Song called promise me into another Los Angeles band red hot chili peppers. Huh. (laughs) I like it Los Angeles, uh, I love you. Well, we got sexy mugs, <laughs> <laughs> <A> little love <laughs>
1: note, like contemplative mugs to the
5: smooth sounds of KROQ. Oh, wow.
1: But you see, I mean that's a that's a pro talk in there, guys, because yeah. he he modulates his voice compared to you know yeah. in symphony with what the song wow, is doing. Sure. Is that what it is? Yeah, well,
5: it's very well done, mugs. Thank you. That was new K Rock Alternative Rock from Catfish and the Bottleman called Long Shot. Right now, this is Pennywise with F Authority and... I'm going to say, F my credit card company. <laughs> okay, wait, what? <laughs> whoa, 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 what, whoa. what?
1: What? What's happening? Is, is this, is this know, late in the
5: night? I mean, this, this, is, this is, I think, yeah, this is the last hour. Okay. This yeah, is the final sense. hour. And hey, what are
1: you, checking your balance
5: or you something during hear, the song? I had a little issue last week. Oh, with it's my... on
1: the tape, bud. It's on the tape.
8: Here we go.
5: How is it my fault if the app charges me ten times on one payment and I can't get my money until next week? Okay, now what, what are the listeners to do with this information? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I was more venting than anything. And mm-hmm. if it's one thing I've learned, you know, relate, re- relatability is the mm-hmm. key for a listener to tune in. So uh-huh. maybe they're having credit card issues right. and problems mm-hmm. that I wanted to anyway
1: Pennywise do. says F authority. I say F my credit card. Are you with me? All right, I think there's one more.
5: 106.7 K-Rock, lano OC's Alternative Rock. That was New Interrupters. Gave you everything. That's such a great song. Amy, interrupt her, by the way. She's so sweet. Such a sweet, sweet young mm. lass. Mm. And back to my credit card. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: man, I wasn't done. I was not finished. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock K-R-O-Q.
4: Listen, it's the Kevin and Bean Show. It's that time. Keep it 100
2: got
3: to keep it, keep it, keep
4: it Before we get to who is Texture 100 Allie, tell us who came close
3: There can only be one uh, mm-hmm. but some great textures just missed out Texture 99. Angel from Santa Fe Springs wanted to hear Vaseline by STP. Would have been good. Love that song. Also just miss, missing out. Oh, I feel for you. Texture 101. Alex from the 323. He wanted to hear Pearl Jam's Corduroy, which I love. But there can only be one Texture 100, and that honor goes to John from Valencia. Hi, John.
10: Hey,
4: how's it going? Uh, John, what do you have planned for the weekend, bud? You know, um, actually, I'm taking my kids to go see Disney on Ice tomorrow. Oh, sweet. You're going to get wasted?
5: Might have to. Might have to. So much more enjoyable.
7: I understand. It is
3: lovely. You're going to love it. Your kids are going to love it. Are you sticking with a Christmas type theme with your pick?
7: Absolutely. (gasps) All All right. Holiday season. Mm -hmm. All
4: right. Tell them what it is. Alright, it's my favorite band. I know a lot of K-Rock's favorite band, Blink 182. I will I won't be home for Christmas.
2: Nice.
4: Go get him at Disney on Ice. This is K-Rock. All right, man.
2: Keep it one hundred. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand.
4: Uh, that was Blink-182, uh, Won't Be Home for Christmas, for Keep It 100. And, Allie, this is the time where we ask you what year the song first came out in. I
3: feel like with this song, it's difficult because you really hear it during Christmas time, mm-hmm. so it can get very confusing. I know uh, it originally came out early 2000s, okay. but then it has resurgence every Christmas, so it's difficult for this me to pinpoint. This feels like a filibuster? Two thousand one like or two thousand two. Well, you're
4: gonna have to select one?
3: Maybe even two thousand, but I feel like it's two thousand two. One? Two thousand two. Uh final answer, two thousand two.
4: Well, normally yeah. I don't come up with a year, so I didn't have it up. Okay. Uh cool. So let me tell this you exactly, well. let me tell you exactly what year it is. It is two thousand one. <laughs>
3: I mean, if you're not going to actually do the uh, the homework and the no. effort, <laughs> you literally had people waiting while you Googled it, Jensen. These
4: are people. This is someone who's mad she lost and now she can't I'm handle it. I'm lashing out.
3: I'm lashing out.
4: That was Keep It 100. Keep It 100.
2: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock.
6: I think I understood half of what Steve-O has told us so far.
2: But it it ended right before sure we did. went
1: on with, I might do a rap redemption, which are the only words that I care about because Steve-O is making a rap album, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I don't
12: know about a whole album. <laughs> uh. Steve-O,
1: I, look, we, we love you and you know
6: that, but you don't strike me as a guy with flow. Yeah, I don't. I have no flow. Okay. No. All right. Good. How yeah. did the project start then where you said- I'm gonna make a rap album.
12: My buddy was uh, making a movie, a national lampoon movie called "TV the Movie," and it was just a series of sketches which were parodies of TV shows. Okay, all right. And uh, I did a, a spoof of MTV Cribs, and I was like, "Okay, come on in, and you'll be the the you know the the it'll play like." I Forgot that MTV cribs was coming and they catch me at a really bad sure time, of course, <laughs> and I'm swimming in a sea of uh, nitrous oxide Canisters and I'm out of my mind just super loaded and I'm saying you know oh, Like I've been out out of the picture, but I'm coming back with a rap album And I recorded this like deliberately awful rap song right and uh, and, and and played it for the mtv cribs crew it was all it all was really pretty hilarious and and uh, I ended up um, getting a deal with Universal Records in real life. <laughs> That's to ma- just in, real, in real That's not- life. What? Right. And it would no. Been, it would have been super funny if I just like made awful music and put it out as a joke. But A then, lot of
1: other artists are doing it, <laughs>
12: <laughs> and um yeah, it was just it, it, it was just really crazy because I was at the lowest point, you know, this was at the end of my run,
6: the lowest point was, of your life with, with, with drugs, drugs and, and everything yeah. yeah,
12: with drugs yeah. and alcohol, and now I'm making this rap album and just doing even more drugs. Uh,
3: and oh but you had enlisted some big names, yeah. right?
12: uh-huh, I had um. Okay, the, the the artists I recorded songs with be real. Awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> um, MOP with and they they're, they're more like kind of hardcore, but mm-hmm. MOP is epic. Cool G rap. I did a song okay. with them. How
3: is this possible? He's
12: Keemo. I had Daz and Corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this hasn't
3: seen the light the, the, of The the album,
12: day. yeah, the actual album never came out, but I but just on like in a drug-fueled bender. Uh, I put some of the content um, just online myself. Oh (laughs) no, because that's what Universal wants. Yeah, that's how it works. Oh, and and, and in the form of a mixtape where I just blatantly attacked the universe, the very people that gave me the deal. Wow. And oh, I was like, evil. oh, they, they're trying to tell me not to do certain things on the album. And I'm like, well, F you <laughs>
3: <Wow>. <laughs> and
12: here. It
1: Nothing is. but good decisions. <laughs> <And I'm-
8: laughs>
3: <Here it is. laughs> so if you're doing the math, this was two thousand and seven and you've now been sober eleven years. Correct. Okay, makes sense. Right. Congratulations yeah. on that, first hey, of all. You. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. I was
12: uh so I just recently got this camper van, and and it it, it uh, doubles as a traveling studio, and like it's really exciting. This top of the line camper van; these people recon campers make it. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh man, you know my my appearance on Kevin and Bean is pretty early.
8: Mm-hmm.
12: I'm gonna drive my camper van over, and I'm gonna sleep in it on their property,
6: so just to I, wait for your appearance here. And then what? you would set an alarm and get up and come down.
12: Right, right. To sleep, to sleep here. So I drove here. About man, one in the morning last night. Okay. Go up on the the top level of your parking structure. I, I had Wendy, my dog, and like I popped the top up and I blacked out all the windows That's and I'm a all perfect sn- night, ready to go. Snuggled up <laughs> and going to bed. And then, uh, bump, 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 <gasps> this guy who is really in love with his job.
6: Oh, like... no. <laughs> and we'll refer to him as Paul Blart, I assume. <laughs> <laughs>
12: <laughs> yeah. So, so, uh, So, yeah, I took off, man. Wait, so He he made you
3: leave. He kicked you out?
12: He made me leave. He says, there's no overnight parking. And I was just a bit discombobulated, you know, like trying to, I was on the verge of being deep asleep. Right. And uh, I should have told him, dude, I came here at like one in the morning, bub. It's not overnight. I just got got here a little early.
1: Yeah, just (laughs) early for your parents. That's all. Yeah. That's unbelievable.
12: And you told him who you were. Well, I, I didn't. I just said. Uh, Did just, he not I know? I said I'm going to be on the radio.
6: I assume a lot of people know who you are by sight. Did he?
12: I would. I, I Probably might, not. Yeah, I don't even think so. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that uh, he was really American.
6: Okay. Why couldn't Why
1: couldn't Wendy take him down, man? Why isn't I, your dog better trained? <laughs> that's
12: <a> great question. <laughs> uh, I so what, he
6: made but, you leave, and that's like. And then I went, yeah, so How many I went, twenty dollars or something to get it was out?
12: Twenty-one bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, where'd and, you and, go? And, I just went home and got in bed. Oh, <laughs> steve
6: <laughs> Man, trying yeah. to be so responsible.
12: I know, and I, I really am so responsible. Um, you had a
1: story that you made a reference to on your social media recently, and forgive me if this is old, or, but I don't yeah. know, think that I know it. The skin grafts. No. Oh. How did Mike Tyson break your nose?
12: Oh, oh man, what Mike, a great how story. How did Iron Mike break your nose? Best story ever. Um... <laughs> Wait, that's, that's got some tough competition for <laughs> right, me. No, this, this one's really, really good. Okay. Um, f- I first met Mike Tyson in um, 2005 at a house party. We locked ourselves in the bathroom and just ripped through five grams of cocaine.
8: Okay. Hours Holy and
12: hours locked moly. up in this bathroom. That
6: was your introduction to him? Pretty much, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. uh-huh.
12: The, the next time I, I uh, spent meaningful time with, with Mike, we were locked up together in a psychiatric ward. <laughs> well, that's very different. <laughs> right. And, uh, and the whole time that we were in the psychiatric ward, I was telling him, Mike, man, like, uh, film, let's film a stunt together. It's called The Black Eye Game. And what I want to do is I want to hold out my, my fist. Oh, no, sorry. You hold out your fist. Uh-huh. You keep your elbow locked, Mike. And then, so he holds out his fist and I run into it with my face. And, that, is, and, and so. We, it,
6: like w- <laughs> how many steps would that be before you came up with that idea? In a million never. years. <laughs> I could I could live with Mike Tyson till we both <laughs> died and I would never
1: want to run into his fist.
12: Well, the black eye game has had many, uh, sort of variations. And, and, uh, I think the ultimate one was the Mike Tyson black eye uh-huh. game. And, um, Well, at that time in the psychiatric ward, neither of us were in very good shape. It just wasn't. Well, I would imagine. It wasn't in the cards. (laughs) Right. So, uh, fast forward. Imagine
6: you're there. You're in a psychiatric (laughs) hospital, and a guy goes, just lock your arm, and I'll run into it with my face. Yeah. He probably thought, this dude really needs to be I remember remember he he
12: said, I need to get out. He said, I don't want to hurt you, Steve. (laughs) 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 And uh, so, fast forward to 2011, and... uh, Written, and, and we both got booked to be on the the Charlie Sheen roast. Right? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we both had the same agent who booked us. So now I just full court press. Yeah, I got same I got, idea. I, same idea. Lock your
6: arm. I'll run into your uh-huh. fist. Yeah. Okay.
12: Hold your fist out. Lock your elbow, and uh, let me run into it. Comedy Central loved the idea. The agent loved the idea. So we got enough pressure on him. He said, "Okay, I'll do it." So I showed up at the Charlie Sheen roast with a crooked nose. I dove into Mike Tyson's fist and and he broke it so significantly that it was like quite literally parked under my right eye. Oh my God. Gushing blood. And now, and this was the last thing that happened on the stage at the Charlie Sheen Rose. So I've got this mangled nose and I'm, it's gushing blood. Now the show's over. Everybody's getting up and starting to leave. This guy in the crowd, he screams, Steve-O, Steve-O, like gets my attention. He says, your nose needs to be set right now, which adds up with what the doctor had told me. Right. So he says, he comes r- rushing over. He Says, I'm sorry, this is a guy in the crowd. A guy in the crowd at the Charlie Sheen Rose. Okay. He says, your nose needs to be set right now. Then he, he goes on to say... I'm a Kung Fu instructor. I've set, <laughs> he says, I've set like 20 broken noses. I know what I'm doing. And so I just trusted this guy. Because See, I knew it. Like that's the, where you and I are different. <laughs> going to the hospital sounded like a real pain in the well, tush. Of course it is. You know, it was, it would have been inconvenient. I knew that from what the I doctor said. I some Kung Fu guy <laughs> trying to straighten it out. Dude, but dude, I had so little to lose, man. Like it could, he could not have made it look any worse. My face was such an unbelievable, mess at this point. It was parked under my right eye. Oh there was only improvement to be made. So I sat on the edge of the stage and this Kung Fu dude puts a thumb on either side of my nose and just wrenches it. It was the most painful. Oh. I mean, it hurt more than actually diving into Mike Tyson's fist. <laughs> but, but by the time this Kung Fu dude was done, my nose was completely straight. I mean, before and after photos demonstrate that... My Mike Tyson kung-fu nose job was the most unbelievable success, and it was completely for free, and it's the coolest way you could ever break your nose. Plus, I really needed it. Coolest way, <laughs> coolest way to break your nose and get it reset, both. Correct. Bean, I know we're
6: late, but we have a couple of really quick clips of steve rap song. Do you want to hear that? <laughs> this one... Yes, yes, we do. I, I okay. smoked
12: PCP to the point where I blacked out and destroyed Fame from M.O.P. Studio, and remember that's like the hardcore, like really right. scary gangster rap guys.
6: Nice work. Here we go.
12: All right, now it's like summer 2007. I'm not on P.C.P. There. That's why I'm narrating this. You're narrating, okay? Woods upstate New York at Mafia Mike's house, just smoking more P.C.P. than a horse could handle, probably anyway. So I figure, hell, I haven't seen who, kidding? So. I mean, I don't even know if he's alive. But f- I'm gonna make tracks. I'm heading into Fame Studio. Boy, am i on PZP tonight. I'm gonna make a funny ass ODB tribute talk called Down with STD. I like this for a rap album, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. What? Wow. The hell? Well, we ended strong.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Devo. <Steve-o. laughs> It's Kevin and Bean
3: on K Rock. Introducing Rock and Roll.
9: And now it's time for a moment with Kevin.
3: Like my search history, see like you know, creepy mannequin like Ricky, and be like, "What's happening Uh, uh, here? What's wrong with her?" That's
6: best case scenario for you. What? Best case scenario for you. (laughs) What just happened? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I have a cough drop in my mouth.
9: That was A Moment with Kevin. (laughs)
3: Ah,
4: He's uh, here in spirit. Here in spirit.
3: I feel like we need another run at that because you have to understand that as he said it, Mm -hmm. he didn't realize it was weird until our reaction. Mm -hmm. Okay, play it again. So play it again. Mm -hmm.
2: And now
9: it's time for A Moment with Kevin.
3: Like my search history, see like, you know creepy mannequin like Ricky and be like, what's happening here? What's wrong with her? That's
6: best case scenario for you. (laughs) What? Best case scenario for you. What just happened? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I have a cough drop in my mouth.
4: I mean That
2: was a moment (sighs) with Kevin.
4: Beautiful. Oh, rest uh, Recipes for okay, reals. It's cool. the Kevin and Bean show on K Rock, and uh, it's Friday. Uh-huh. We're starting to uh, end the show, which yeah. means only one thing. Mele
0: kalikimaka. Amen.
3: It is
4: the last. Mm-hmm. What's happening, Allie? Tell us what's going on,
3: guys. I saw this tweet and I thought, "You're a monster." Mm-hmm. It's by Shenanigans underscore Love L U V.
4: That's. you think that's the real name?
3: Well, that's her n- real name. Okay. Yeah, Shenanigans Love. Um. She wrote, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you can put two or three fitted sheets on your bed at a time eh? and just remove the top one when it's dirty instead of always folding them and putting them away.
8: Hmm.
4: What? They sl- Sleeping on three?
3: Yes. So then when you go to wash your sheets, you just take off the top one. It's no. er- The second one's already there.
4: No. Still the same amount of work, really. Just you don't have to do them at different times.
3: Absolutely. And pe- some people were saying, oh, this is next level brilliant. And no. then other people were like, you don't sweat. You don't yeah. think the one under it is dirty. Like, it is so wrong. That's
4: like, uh, you know what? Wear three coats. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because then yes. when you want to wear another coat, you just yeah. take off the one. It's like, no, dude. It's
3: too many coats. This guy wrote next level. And then the response no. to him was something soaked through to the next level. Oh. <laughs> oh.
4: She's but, a
8: sociopath. Uh, yeah. I mean,
3: a bitch. Ma'am. No, no. But then I saw another tweet. Uh, Yeah, we're getting into sheets. People Mm -hmm. sheet talk. What's up? What's up? That said do people really use the top sheet. So you put on the fitted sheet. Yes. Then you've got another sheet. Then you've got your comforter or duvet. And I was like, "Of of course, we use the top sheet. Yeah. Apparently, less and less people are using the top sheet. They're just putting fitted sheet. Comforter.
4: Do they live in a dorm?
3: That's my question. And my question also is, what about that in-between stage where it's not hot... But it's also not cold, but you need a little covering. Yeah. And by a little covering, because of the monsters and the vampires that are going to tickle your feet. Well, I
4: had you till then. But okay. yeah, absolutely. Okay. I. This is a weird thing. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's like you live in a bed, bath, and beyond just because you have a top sheet. No,
3: it comes in a set. Yeah,
4: you just, it's just and it's easy. And it's, what are by they the way, doing?
3: Are they throwing away the top sheet?
4: It's the easiest thing to place onto the bed, they, really. Thank you. You
3: just lay it on top. Yeah. And then other people were saying, no, it's too restricting with the top sheet. What is happening? Well,
4: release the bottom. Everyone knows that.
3: Well, yeah. We're Don't not in a in hotel. Yeah,
4: and even in a hotel, release it.
3: What's happening with people in sheets? Mugs? Top sheet? No. Oh, my god! What are gosh. you doing, Mugs?
4: You're disgusting. I knew it. I knew
3: we'd find one. No. You're a monster. Why? It's
5: pointless. It's, it is not pointless.
4: It is. It's, you, it's used for sure. Based on you being cold, it's a great addition. And on top of that, it's just a nice, it's almost a nice, uh, It's like it's like a dimmer. Like, you're too hot and you can just dim it down a little by pulling it down a bit.
5: Yeah, but then it always gets, like, bunched up, like, when you're sleeping and it's, like, down by your feet and you're just like, oh, I gotta pull the top sheet back. It's just too much work. Canceled. No, well, get it's
4: out of here. It's too much
3: work for mugs. Too much
4: work.
5: It's
3: too much work. Do you
4: have a duvet cover? I do. That do technically wash... is too much work. A duvet cover yeah, I like, it's but difficult. it is too much work. Do no. you
3: wash the duvet cover? Like, m- once a month. No, you don't. You're such a liar. How often do you wash the duvet cover? Probably every two years. (laughs) There's no way it was once a month. I would have been shocked once a year. So you I feel like you finally told the truth. We're
4: very clean. I don't think we do it once a month. I think I think I wash it once every two or three months. Mm. Yeah, yeah.
3: But still, once every two years. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was great. God. You are a gift. I Thank love you for it. being honest. <laughs> I love it so very much. You guys. Reports say Amazon has paid a paid a pretty penny for the rights to a documentary about the life of Rihanna. According to the Hollywood Reporter, the streaming giant paid twenty five million for the untitled documentary. Here's where some of the paycheck goes to, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, it's directed by Peter Berg.
4: Yeah, in her weed budget. Okay, Sure it's right. pretty high.
3: Uh, they have more than 1,200 hours of footage that will offer insight into the singer's personality, sense of humor, work ethic, family, and love. I'm excited for that because I feel like she's a very private person. Mm-hmm. So an any, any look into her life, we're going to learn something new about Rihanna.
4: I think it's going to be good because you know what they say about documentaries. What? Every foot is like a
8: story.
3: Mm-hmm. So For years they've said yeah, that. Yeah, so I'm yeah. excited. Okay, mm-hmm. excellent. Guys, Shazam 2 is happening. and. Yeah! We have a release date. It's not a joke, you guys. Mm-hmm. April 1st, 2022. Zachary wow. Levi reportedly back on board to star. A lot of uh, Warner Brothers release dates recently. We know that the Black Adam film in the works starring The Rock is supposed to begin shooting next year. We've got Warner Brothers announcing uh, the DC titled The Flash mm-hmm. is going to be in theaters July 1st, 2022. Also, The Matrix, May 21st, 2021. You know what else comes out May 21st, 2021? What? Wait a minute. Uh Uh-oh. Hold on. Mm -hmm. This doesn't make sense. What's going on? This article says both John Wick Chapter 4 and Matrix 4 will be released May 21st, 2020. What's going on?
5: Not 2021.
3: I'm confused now.
5: Well, let's get the news
4: person in here. Let's get the what's happening person.
3: That's me. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately. oh, oh um, well, how, what? I, I didn't notice this discrepancy. Hmm. One of them has the wrong date, you guys. Uh, one of them has the wrong date. What's who going is on? It?
4: Who, tell me really quick which one. We'll, we'll call them. We'll get this all situated no, when we're off air. Uh-huh. This is really important. Okay. What? Who has the wrong date? It's
3: 2021. Okay. It's 20- 2021. 2021. This article has the wrong date. What's the point? I bring it up. It should have a
11: point or something.
3: It never does. I mm-hmm. bring it up because both films will be released on the first day. Okay. On the same day. Which will be called Keanu Reeves Day. Great.
4: <sighs> Good one.
3: Long slide to home. <laughs> I'm happy we believe, stuck with it. I is, is what the kids are, are calling it, mm-hmm. you guys. And a real bummer for anyone that enjoyed Brockmire what a oh, joy over. that show is. IFC confirmed that the comedy Brockmire, starring Hank Azaria and Amanda Peet, will end after four mm. seasons. The final eight episode season will premiere in March. That show is really good.
4: Uh, the thing that'll get hurt the most is Bean pulling drops.
3: <laughs> a lot of drops. He pulled from Brock so Meyer. many drops yeah. from
4: Brockmire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's mm-hmm. dead, so it doesn't yes, matter. Yes, it doesn't matter. They died together.
3: Mm hmm. I mean, there's still another another season, eight Rest episodes that will premiere in March. Mm-hmm. So somebody on this show that's bean-like can pull drops. Should probably pull drops.
5: Do you care,
3: Mugs? I'm talking about you. Oh, what? Can you imagine if Mugs <laughs> was bean-like. Oh God,
4: uh, you're the uh, you're bean unlike. Yes,
3: mm-hmm. guys, let's talk about some birthdays. Oh, let's. Jamie Fox, Dick Van Dyke, Tom DeLonge, Morris Day, Taylor Swift, and Steve Buscemi. Hmm. Right? You know what a lot of people think? got his eyes? Steve Buscemi is one of those guys that's like weird looking, but would, highly doable. But would, yeah. yeah.
5: Dude, have you seen a picture of him when he was a New York firefighter? No. Like young Steve Buscemi? Yeah. Dude, I would do him. Into it? Oh nice. in his in his turnout? Oh.
3: Yeah. Turnout gear yeah. can make oh. anyone look hot. But Steve Buscemi yeah. really?
5: Yeah, did you know he was a New York Fire? I, I, I did. I did, yeah. I did. And he's all young and stuff. This is
4: young Steve Buscemi. Yeah. I'm showing you a picture right
5: now. Well there's another one. That oh, okay. quite doesn't do it. Okay. That...
3: Yeah. But, by the way, uh your quote, uh, Muggs right there yeah. was he was all young and stuff. <laughs> That was like a tan and stuff. That was excellent. (laughs) You'd make
5: cute babies because, you know, he was all young and stuff.
3: Steven's all tan and stuff. (laughs) All right, guys. Is that Um, what's happening? No, we're just going to end it uh, because that's what's happening. Okay, great.
4: Uh, Listen, hey, on your drive home today, listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial free for all, a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. And we'll be back, uh, at least by Will, I'll be back next week. See you then.
2: The Kevin and Bean Show. The world famous K-Rock.